everyone and welcome to another edition of race time radio here we go two hours non-stop we're going to take you on both sides of the border we'll get you ready to go for daytona we'll get you ready for new smyrna we got lots of news coming at you all tonight all live on race time radio sirius xm channel 167 canada talks and on rev tv canada every tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m eastern you can count on Race Time Radio right here on Rev TV. Did you catch the 24 hours of Daytona? Man, what a show that was. I don't know how they do it. 24-hour race, and you got two cars at the end separated just by a couple of car lengths. Other than the little kerfuffle with uh, you know, the guys calling the white flag was going to come out the next lap, and it came out a little bit early, but uh, hey, it all worked out, and uh, what a 24 hours Congratulations to Penske once again. How about those guys? Light the lamp again at Daytona. Uh, it, it kicks off Speed Weeks, right? We're getting set. We're getting closer to all the big thunder happening, and we're going to talk lots about it tonight. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show. Right off the bat, we're going to go to Rev Racing's uh, pilot of the number six. We have LeVar Scott, not only with Rev Racing, how about a Who's Your Hero class of 2024? LeVar's going to join us right off the top. We'll also get off to Sun Peaks, B.C. and catch up with Jason White here tonight. Jason, whenever you say the words Daytona, you got to know the name Jason White is going to figure into that mix. At least it has over the last four or five years. And again this year, Jason was busy down in North Carolina this past week, and uh, he was uh, getting things ready to go for everything daytona we'll catch up with jason here tonight how about ray dunlap man we haven't talked to ray in a long long time ray dunlap's gonna join the show man i can't tell you how excited i am to catch up with my buddy ray uh, it's been a long time and there was not a guy that uh, had his finger on the pulse of that uh, craftsman truck series like ray dunlap uh, just a few short years ago we're gonna catch up with him tonight and find out how things are all coming along and what he's been up to the last few years. It's been a while, as mentioned. We'll also catch up tonight with Canada's national NASCAR champion. Trayton Lapsovich came out with some huge news on Thursday. We're going to have Trayton on the show, and we're going to catch up with him and find out what the big plans are. And we're going to wrap the show tonight with another Nova Scotia driver that's getting ready to go back and take on New Smyrna Speedway once again. Of course, Nicholas Noggle has been one of those guys we can all count on to be down there, run competitively, and Nick Noggle is going to join us on the show. So that's what we got coming at you over the next two hours. And without further ado, what do you say we get that first guest up on the Zoom line? Uh, he was at Daytona just a couple of weeks ago testing his car. And by all accounts, I'll tell you, LeVar Scott looks like the real deal. Uh, he's going to go after it uh, firmly in that top 10 fast speeds. And he joins us now on the Zoom line. What's going on tonight there, LeVar? How you doing, bud? 
Doing great. I mean, doing great. Thanks for having me, man. You betcha. Man, the last time, well, the first time we actually met, PRI, just about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's things been going since then? Uh, you've had your foot to the floor in a race car. Uh, things must be going just the way you love it. Yeah, it's been going good. Um, after PRI, I went back to Charlotte and got back to work with the team. Uh, we've been pre- preparing the, the number six super speedway car for Daytona and Talladega coming up. But, um, we tested two weeks ago at Daytona. We had a really good test session. Uh, my car was really good in draft, and it handled really good. So I'm really excited to get down there and then try getting the right draft and work with my teammate and go for wins. You want to believe it. LeVar, I got a sneaky suspicion you're going to figure into the mix this year. Uh, the, the the new guy jitters are all gone. Did it feel uh, kind of more comfortable this year, rolling in under the tunnel at Daytona, uh, getting ready for practice? 100%. I feel like this year was... Uh, a complete 180 of like my feelings and this my uh preparation on the last year i, I i'm two weeks but about a month before i tested daytona for the first time i was still racing late models and uh so now this year i kind of have a, a full season on my boat with the arca cars and i ran daytona last year so this year i just came in prepared just uh, know how to give correct feedback and and which what i was supposed to feel to be fast so uh it was completely needy, and I'm excited for this year. Uh, you want to believe it. What's the team looking like, LeVar? Who have you got on the box? Who have you got surrounding yeah. you? Because I know it's not just one, right? It's a team. Yes, 100%. So this year we have uh, Danny Johnson. Um, he's my crew chief this year. And the car chief, we have uh, Ryan Bell. And I'm I'm so excited. I mean, I talk to Danny and Ryan every day. And uh, just the knowledge that those two have and working together for me, it's, it's been amazing so far. And I cannot wait to get to work down there. And and tra- I know Daytona is Daytona. I mean, you have to kind of get in the right draft and whoever mm-hmm. plays out in your in your favor. But uh, I think Phoenix should be the first test of how kind of the year is going to – I don't want to say how the year is going to go, but where we're at as a team. But uh, I think we're going to be out there right away. It's all it's all chemistry, right? When you get uh, yeah. th- those guys surrounding you and, uh, you know, you got the right team, you get that – you got to have that feeling. And uh, yes. by the look of it, LeVar, you've got that feeling. And uh, you can't top that. That's what you're going to need when you get back there in just a couple weeks' time. Uh, Arca, Daytona, uh, it always is, uh, I don't know, to me, it's one of my favorite races of Speed Weeks. It always has been. And, uh, you know, when I see drivers like you, and I know we got Jason White coming up on the show. Mm -hmm. Jason almost won that race a couple of years ago. Uh, He he came so close. Uh, LeVar, did the car in practice feel uh, good and stable by itself? Did you have much speed when it was by yourself? Because there's no doubt you need teammates, you need uh, dancing partners, so to speak. Yeah. But, man, if you got a fast race car uh, and you can make a little bit of ground up by yourself, that's going to be key as well. Yeah, the car felt really fast by itself. I know. Uh, talking to Danny, like if the car's fast by itself, it's only going to magnify within the draft. And it might handle a little differently, but you're going to obviously have this more speed. So um, I think our main focus was kind of making sure we had a good single car speed. And once we had decent uh, pace for a single car, once we get getting the draft, I think anything can happen. If, if your car is able to be pushed, you're going to be fine. If it's able to suck up to a different car, you're going to be good. So um, and from there, you just got to work with your spotter, making the right moves and knowing when to go high, when to go low, and kind of just protect. So, um, I think after that test, I'm even more confident that we we have all the the personnel and the resources that Max Siegel and Red Race and now it's called Drop Diversity has put around me to, to go out there and definitely try to compete for a win. You gotta love Max, man. The guy knows how to get it yeah. done. Uh, and speaking of uh, Daytona and uh, being surrounded by the right people uh, on the racetrack and really off the racetrack, 
Uh, when do you head to Daytona to get prepared? Are you one of the guys that, uh, you know, you get there a little bit early and, and, and the anticipation rises? Or do you yeah. like showing up just before we go? Well, so luckily, ARCA for Daytona, uh, we get there pretty early. We get there race on Saturday, but we get there on Wednesday. Everything is pretty spaced out through the week, and I, I love it because you're not, you're not so um, tensed up and, and fighting for time, you know. So we get there on a Wednesday. We have just a practice. I think it's not, I don't think it's long practice on Thursday. We qualify Friday and race on Saturday. So we have just a, a good time to go out there and bond with the team. You know, we're in Daytona, so we've got to have fun, do stuff, go out there, a nice dinner. And uh, so we're going to get there on Wednesday and just kind of just do our thing and, and get ready for Saturday, really. Got to love being with Rev Racing, too, right? Uh, a yeah. company that has really been responsible for a lot of high-end talent that we see on the racetrack even today. Uh, I think of Larson, I think of uh, Bubba, and uh, there's been so many that have come through Rev Racing and on the trajectory yeah. that you are actually on. Uh, do you talk with those guys much uh, that, that were once in your seat? Yeah, I, I definitely talked to Colin Bubba, I think, the most. And obviously, Roger and Nick, because I'm, I'm really growing close to them because I was in the program the same year as they were. But um, definitely, as a as an older influence, Kyle Larson, Bill Wallace, people that I definitely try to talk to them when, I, when, when possible and uh, try to get as much feedback and tips because, like you said, they have actually sat in the same exact seat I'm sitting in. So um, it's pretty surreal to see where they made it. And if I just do my job correctly and do what I'm supposed to, I have a, a chance of making it too with the, with the right work ethic on the track and off the track. You're gonna. I can feel it, LeVar. I can see it. I've been in this game a long time, and I can usually spot a guy that's going places. And LeVar Scott, you're definitely one of those guys that fits into that category. Uh, your roots are in short track racing. Uh, think back to 2001. You had a big win at Hickory Speedway. Uh, do you get back into a late model, or is it 100% focused on running the Yarka car? Yeah, I think I can honestly this year I'm, I want to get in everything that I really can. I want to do late model racing. I want to do some Trans Am stuff. I want to do some dirt stuff. I think um, if you look at Kyle Larson and look at what Conan Zillas just did. And uh, I mean, those are people that are just, they, they race everything when possible. And, and they're some of the, the best race car drivers out there, I think. So, um, and obviously now NASCAR, a lot of it's going to road course. So, so I'm, if you can obviously um, expand yourself expand your, your racing your racecraft i think that's going to be better for you overall and uh, that's what i plan to do this year are we gonna see you maybe in a, a a truck at some point this year i know you uh like crossing the line so to speak and that would yeah. be some, somewhat of a natural progression right to come out of the menard series and head into the trucks is that sort of the line and do you see yourself behind the wheel of a truck maybe this year in the perfect world, one hundred percent. That's what I'm. That's what I'm fighting for. That's what I want. But you know, I think a lot of it comes down to sponsorship and, and, and connecting with people to make sure it happens. But um, I'm definitely trying to. Funding is huge in this yeah. sport. You got to have people backing you and companies and everything else. The pressure. I I don't envy you, my friend, for the pressure <laughs> that you're under to get to where you're going. Uh, but you're doing an outstanding job. How are the panels looking on that six car for Rev Racing? Have you got them all loaded up? Uh, how's the sponsorship looking? Yeah, so right now I, I can't express my, my gratitude towards these people, which is Max Siegel and NASCAR Job Diversity. They're the ones that have been really funding me my whole NASCAR career up to this point. I mean, um, if it was not for, for that, that program, Job Diversity program, and Rev Racing, Max Siegel, I mean, 
none of this would not be possible, not not one bit. So, um, but obviously, if I want to move forward and go to the bigger series like Truck Series, next Xfinity Series, I, I have to start um bringing some in. So that's what I'm working towards this year. But up to this point, they have they have done everything for me, and it, it really means a lot. We're with Lavar Scott. He's getting ready for Daytona. He's riding for uh, Rev Racing in the number six, the Arkham Menard Series. Trust me when I say you've got to keep your eye on this driver. He is going to, uh, he's definitely going to turn heads this year at Daytona. <laughs> Forgive me, LeVar, I haven't got it in front of me. How did you do last year at Daytona? I finished fourth. Um, we were leading on the white flag lap, and uh, just naturally Daytona, Super Speed Racing, and got hung up to dry with other people trying to go for a win, which is, I mean, that's why everybody wants to go there for a win, right? So nothing to hang our heads about. Um, it was the first time in an car, really, so... Uh, to go there and do that and, and something that I can build from that and knowing I could do different last year for this year is, is what really matters to me is just progression. And um, like I said earlier, I feel so much more confident, comfortable, uh, ready for this year. And it, it just, so it was really, I felt a lot happy to be able to get the opportunity to do it last year and to get ready for this year. Well, and that's what it is, right? It's all learning process. You got to have the laps. You got to put the time in and it's all about elbow grease. And I know you're putting that all to it. Hey, how is the uh, Hoosier Hero program going? Uh, I was uh, quite fortunate to be at PRI when everything was launched. Got a chance to sit down and talk with you. Uh, It's been a whirlwind, I bet. Yeah, it's been really cool. I know the Hoosier program was something that uh, my teammate Nick Sanchez was in a few years ago. Um, One of my close friends, Ryan Repka, was in last year. So it was something that I always really wanted to be a part of. It looked really cool from the outside looking in and not being a part of it. I I know it is really cool. So um. They're going to help out a lot this year, and we're going to do some events together, just have a fun year together. So Daytona is definitely the kickoff to your season. How are you going to attack this one? Are you going to go at a uh, big emphasis on qualifying, or uh, do, do you sort of go, hey, we got 200 uh, miles to get the job done. It's not the end of the day if we don't qualify on the pole. How do you guys attack it? What's the strategy if you can tip your hand? Yeah, well, I know from a team standpoint, I know they're working really hard on the car and trying to maximize every tenth we can get in and millisecond we can get to be the fastest car there. But um, from a driver's standpoint, I'm just honestly, I want to watch the race from last year. I watched it already a good amount of times. So I might watch it a few more times, but um, I'm not going to really overthink about qualifying because you're in a group qualifying and you have to be with a good set of cars. So there's not, there's not much control that I have as a driver to really make sure we qualify good. So I'm not going to really overemphasize it or be upset about it, but I'm really going to um, make sure I have a really good communication with the spotter leading up to the race and listen to him and just know from things like, like I said earlier, things that could have been last year to make sure I'm in a better position to get the win this year is really what I'm going to do, but I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to overthink it and just go out there and, and do what I'm supposed to do and, and listen to my team, listen to my crew chief, listen to my spotter and uh, just come out with a good day. Well, it's so hard too, right? Because at Daytona, things happen in a hurry. Uh, something that could be so minor can blow up so quickly, and it can really throw the driver off. LeVar, I've watched you, and I can tell that you're one of those guys that doesn't get over-fired up inside the helmet. You take it as it comes, and uh, that's probably got a lot to do with the spotter, too, and the team, right? Saying, okay, we got to deal with that, but LeVar, we got a good car, we got a good driver, and we'll go after it. And, man, I've seen you bounce back from adversity. Yeah, and I honestly, I used to get really upset and like if I, if I would go out there and qualify bad, it would kind of mess up my whole mood and that could carry over into the race and we'd have a bad race because of it. But uh, it was something that uh, Rev brought to my attention, obviously, 
I think, two years ago, and we worked on a lot just to make sure that no matter what happens, we stay focused and, and, and get the task done, and it helped a lot. So I, mean, I have a lot of good mentors that I've racing that helped me all off the track, and uh, I really can't think of thank them enough for that because I think of being a, a better race car driver, but mainly a better human too. Well, the Menard series is uh, probably one of the most diverse series that we come across in racing. Uh, you get everything from super speedways to a dirt track. Do you have a favorite? I know you come off the short tracks in a late model. Uh, and, of course, a very accomplished midget driver or sprint. Uh, midget, yep, micro sprints. Uh, micro sprint. Yep. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, but uh, do you have a favorite when you look at the full season? Uh, are you chomping at the bit to hit, you know, like the super speedways? Or do you like the, you know, the smaller tracks? Yeah, I think for me right now, I think my favorites are the tracks that I have to prepare for the most and, and do the most work as a driver to be the best at. So for me this year, that's definitely the, the road course stuff. Um, I've never done a road course race. I tested a uh, go-kart sometimes at uh, Trackhouse Motorplex. But uh, other than that, I've never really been in the opportunity to do any, to do any uh, road course stuff. So I know I'm going to work out very, very hard to be successful at that. So uh, that's definitely going to get me working hard, and that makes me happy. So probably those two for this year, Mid-Ohio and Washington. But I'm going to send you a friend of mine's uh, uh, contact. It's Sam Fellows, Ron Fellows' son. Okay. Uh, CTMP up here in Canada is our uh, ultimate road course, if you will. And uh, I know they do a lot to help drivers. I, I think back, and it's a quick story, but a, a funny one, uh, well, at least funny for me. Uh, Ron <laughs> Fellows, they were in Montreal. I was there covering the uh, nationwide race back in those days, and the rain came down. Sure. and. Anybody that knows Ron Fellows, it don't matter whether it's raining or sunny. Fellows is one of those uh, crafty veterans that can get the job done. He had the lead of the race, and young Justin Elgar was right <laughs> on him and actually punted uh, Ron oh. Fellows out of the way, went on and uh, wrecked the day for Ronnie. Uh, but it was uh, so incredible that Ron said, I don't know what i got to do, but I'm going to teach that Justin Elgar uh, how to take care of a road course car. And uh, lo and behold, they did get together later. And when you look at Justin Elgar today, man, is he magic behind the wheel on a road really course. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but to get hooked really up with good. guys like that in your spare time, which you won't have a lot of, but if you want to, uh, you know, crack that big nut, I'll tell you what, those are the guys. And uh, they got a beautiful spot up here that is tucked away, and you'd be uh, out of the limelight. And they'd all go, How did LaVar learn that? <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's something that I definitely want to do. And that's why I, I want to do some Transitum stuff, too, just kind of get ahead of it. And uh, I want to work with the Chevy, the Chevy group and try to get some uh, work with him because uh, they're obviously really good. And I think a lot of the Chevy drivers are, are really good at road, case, road course racers. So um, yeah, anything that, that, that will help, I'm, I'm definitely want to do. How cool is that? LeVar, it's going to be a great 2024. Who's your hero? Rev Racing. Uh, you got it all happening, bud. Uh, it's got to be good times to be LeVar Scott. <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot of work that has to be put in behind the scenes. But uh, it's definitely going to be a good year. We're going to try to make sure of it. Okay. Social media. How do fans stay up with you? How can they follow along? How can they become a LeVar Scott race fan? Yeah, so Instagram, uh, LeVar.Scott34, and Rev Racing for Instagram, and then Twitter, LeVar Scott, and Facebook, LeVar Scott. Everything is pretty much my name. 
keep it simple. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. we're going to check in with you throughout the course of the year, and uh, we'll keep the fans updated, and uh, we can't thank you enough for the time tonight on Race Time. Genuinely appreciate it. Go out there and get them, and uh, hook up with that Jason White from Canada. The guy's going places, too. I can see the two of you guys taking the field to school. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. You bet. LeVar Scott, driver of the six, Rev Racing. Check him out online. Uh, Check him out on all the social media stuff. Uh, I'm telling you, what a great young driver. Uh, He he is going to turn heads this year at Daytona and beyond, not just Daytona. Watch him when he would get onto the short tracks. And uh, he loves the challenge. You can see, he, uh, you can see him uh, elevate when he gets into a challenging position. And uh, that's what I like about LeVar Scott. He's going to turn heads this year. Check him out. We're going to hit a quick break here on Race Time. Off to BC we go next. We're going to bring in Jason White from Sun Peaks, BC. We'll talk about everything that he had going on this week in North Carolina uh, well, I know he's going to be in a truck, but he may be doing ARCA as well. We'll find out on the other side of the break. Stay with us all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Hey, it's Robbie Gordon from Speed Energy and Stadium Super Trucks here in Canada, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. There's nothing like sitting around the fire, is there? Lots of life's biggest moments and big challenges get solved right around the fire pit, including many family magic moments. The best way to ensure that fire goes each and every time is to use a Quickwick Fire Starter. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have been made right here in Canada. I'll never forget when my son was young, thunder was rolling in the distance. Oh, Dad, what was that? Well, that's just the angels bowling in heaven. (laughs) Dad, what was that? That's what happens when you pull Grandpa's finger. Quick Quick Fire Starters, (laughs) the world's best fire starter. (laughs) I'm ready to fly. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music. Influences. Collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown, with Mike Campbell. And more. Breakdown's alright. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, Nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa Know How. AP Race Fuels, 
the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Al. Woo, shake and bake. And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio. I, I guess we got bumped tonight. The Raptors game is coming up on the channel. Happens every now and then, uh, but, you know, that's uh, that's part of being on a channel that is forward progress. And, uh, of course, the Raptors, uh, I can't remember who they're playing, but it is coming up at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, so Race Time Radio will be on a delay on Sirius XM tonight. We're not live there, but we are live on our YouTube channel. And, of course, coming up on Rev TV Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, as we are every Tuesday uh, on Rev TV. And talking about Rev TV, how about the job they did this weekend doing the 24 hours of Daytona every single moment? Of that 24 hours, that Rolex 24 at Daytona was all live on Rev TV Canada. Uh, as they do have a bunch of new programming coming out, uh, they are going to be the destination. If you're up here in Canada uh, and you haven't got Rev TV yet, may I suggest that you get it. Uh, if you're a short track fan or a motorsports fan of any discipline, uh, Rev TV Canada has you covered. They literally do everything that is racing 24-7, and it's all on Rev TV. Um, a, a great channel, and they are now on every provider across this big, beautiful nation, and uh, Rev TV, you can count on them. So if you haven't got it, check it out and pick up a subscription to Rev TV. It's cheap. It's cheap, uh, very inexpensive for what you get. Uh, you can get a lot of good quality stuff. APC, the APC series here in Ontario. I know last year, every single one of their races aired on Rev TV. It wasn't live, uh, but it was. Uh, it was there on Rev TV and available uh, for all of us to watch. If you hadn't caught the race live, uh, you would be able to catch it on Rev TV. So uh, pretty exciting stuff there. Um, Penticton Speedway out in BC, just wanted to touch on this. Man, have they got a lineup coming at us this year out in Penticton. Uh, I'm hoping next week we'll have Trevor Seabird on this show, and we'll talk Penticton Speedway and RS1. I know the wheels are turning out there and getting everything prepared for 2024. As soon as the snow melts, Everything's going to go crazy at Area 27 uh, and Penticton Speedway. Uh, but we'll catch up with Trevor Seabird and find out exactly what's all coming at us. Uh, I did notice that the uh, wing sprint cars are going to be at Penticton Speedway. Can't remember the date, but I did see the release today. Uh, if you get to their website or Facebook page, Instagram, uh, you'll be able to pull the dates. And uh, I know they're real good about having advanced ticket sales. So uh, if uh, you're going to be out in B.C. and in the Penticton area, uh, you want to have a look at that schedule and check it out. Um, the uh, IWK 250 out in Nova Scotia, uh, don't forget that comes up on July 20th. 
the whole week, actually, is going to fire up on the Thursday night for practice. Uh, Joan always has a uh, wicked band in there with a concert and everything after practice is wrapped up on Thursday. Actually, got to back it up. Wednesday, it'll all start because uh, uh, the sportsman cars and the legends and the other support divisions that also run on IWK250 weekend will have their practice on the Wednesday night, Thursday night. The pro stocks, uh, the super late models, if you will, uh, they're called pro stocks out there, but they are super late models. Um, at, they will take to the track on Thursday and have a open test session on Thursday night. Uh, when that wraps up, the concert easily fires up on the infield. And then onward we go into Friday, and uh, that's when we're going to see uh, the, uh, the, the sportsman cars for their 100, and it's off the hook, into Saturday for the IWK 250. Still lots of announcements to come out. We'll find out what NASCAR driver is going to be a guest uh, this year. They always have one, and we've seen drivers like Mark Martin and Joey Logano, and the list is very long. Uh, Kenny Wallace, he's been one of the guys that has won, and Regan Smith uh, is the other NASCAR driver that has hit pay dirt in the IWK 250. But uh, there's been a long list of NASCAR-accomplished drivers that haven't hit pay dirt at IWK. Joey Logano and Brad Kay, those two guys, I believe the best they did was third-place finish in the IWK. So it's the coolest race in Canada. Uh, you want to check it out, race fans? Uh, book your tickets, book your uh, your stay, if you will, and uh, join us at the IWK 250. Comes up July 20th weekend. You can always find out more at riversidespeedway.ca. That's their website. Check it out. And uh, all the particulars and details are all there. they got a cool NASCAR weekend coming up as well this year. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Check their site out, uh, Riverside Speedway. Uh, you don't want to miss it. But I look at this. I look at my Zoom line, and I see him. We've got Sun Peaks, B.C., Jason White, all lined up, ready to go, all fresh back from North Carolina. He wasn't there long because he hasn't got a big-time tan, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless, he probably got everything all sorted out. Jay, how are you tonight, buddy? I'm good, Joe. How are you guys doing tonight? Fantastic, my friend. Uh, well, was it a fruitful week in uh, North Carolina for you? It sure was, but you know when it was chilly, it was uh, it was below zero down there. It was kind of odd being in uh, in Mooresville and being that cold, but uh, kind of a little bit uncharacteristic for the area. But uh, yeah, we uh, got some things heating up, and uh, we could we could finally announce some things. So that was kind of good, and uh, yeah, we got some uh, some pretty cool things coming up. Jason, whenever you say the word Daytona, uh, the the words Jason White follow right after it. At least it has <laughs> now for what? Is it been four or five years you've been doing this? Uh, this will be my fifth in the trucks and sixth, uh, if I would have done uh, the ARCA this year, would have been my sixth. But So my sixth year at Daytona, this is my sixth season. Not the new guy yep. anymore. Man, you almost <laughs> won it two years ago. Uh, you've had tremendous runs in ARCA. And let's face it, Jay, you've been coming along really good in the truck, too. You're not going out there in an A truck. You're making uh, the best out of what you got. And I'll tell you what. It's it, you can see the progress and the experience that you've now got at a super speedway. Uh, you're starting to shine through, buddy. Well, yeah, that's you know kind of the focus before was to take what we had and do the best with it. And uh, you know, two years ago we were seventh uh, 
seventh at the white flag on the line and we uh, lost our air going through the trioval got caught in the middle in the in the middle lane and lost our air so you know being seventh um in the craftsman truck series race was pretty big for us but what that did is just got more blood on my lips and i just, just tasted it more and i just wanted to be in a winning position again and um rayon brothers racing um has just purchased a a new truck that's only raced twice it's never been hit before so we got a brand new piece basically for us so that's that's very new for me um going down to charlotte and and uh getting that truck scanned and and uh you know the pull down and all that stuff happens this week and and uh we got a couple of weeks to fine tune it so i'll be heading down in another 10 days to help with that and get everything right down to having our radio pre-checked before we leave the shop and the seatbelt's perfect and everything absolutely perfect so when we get to the track this time we're going there to have a winning attitude and uh we want to win this race and and we have the truck to do it now and i hope that i have the patience to uh to keep the truck underneath me and keep my tires you know underneath me and uh, be in position at the end to uh to get up into that hunt again like we did a couple years ago but this time with a with a really big bullet in the chamber and uh and that's a that's a new uh, ford f-150 for ford performance well we know the driver's capable of doing it and it's refreshing to hear that you're gonna have a piece underneath you this time uh you've got kicked in the shorts a couple of times going down there will you have to qualify jay uh through time to get into this one or does the point situation help uh what's the situation that way well, technically, there you know nobody's really locked in except for the the previous champions. But you know it goes back to about thirtieth, and we are thirtieth in points. So when you're in thirtieth coming into Daytona, it's a pretty decent position to be in. Um, I think there's forty or forty one trucks coming, so we're we're in a fairly decent position to rely on points if we have to. But one of the biggest reasons why we went out and got this new truck is we need to start getting in on speed. So um, you know we've had our the truck that I've driven five times, Clawhammer. Um, it really races well, but we can we struggle qualifying and we can't get in on speed with that truck and we've done everything we could to it. It's coming as a backup for us, but we just we couldn't get the speed out of it on, on the on the single lap qualifying and you know so that's the biggest reason why we went and got this this truck. So what we're hoping is that you know this truck doesn't show us that it's fast in qualifying and then doesn't doesn't draft very well. So it's kind of it's back and forth. But David Gilliland had a real good run with this truck that, that that we just purchased. He's he's finished in the top fifteen with it a couple times, and it's only been on the track a couple times and never been hit hard. So it's never been clipped or it's never been uh, you know hurt 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 bad enough that it needed uh, major constructive surgery, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of the position we're in is we're just going into this with uh, with an attitude of being being more prepared. And, and I tell you, being down at Josh's shop two weeks ago, he's acquired um, all the AM Motorsports uh, trucks. Uh, they've they've gone moved on to uh, Xfinity with Haley Deegan. So Josh was working with them in a technical alliance last year and actually driving their trucks sometimes. So he's acquired all their equipment. Um, he's got a lot of technical support now from Ford, Ford Performance. Uh, which is really big for us. Some of the things that we're, we can use, uh, for example, just the, the the scanning of the truck, the body scanning of the truck was, was really cool to see how they do that. And, you know, they scan 7 million points on the truck to a thousandth of an inch, and then they put that into the computer, and then Ford comes back and says, hey, you know, this truck, Zane Smith's truck, it was like this last year, or, or you know, the, the shape of the front end was a little different, and you guys got to work on that a bit. So that's where Ford Performance comes in for us is the is the technical and the engineering side of things. And we've already seen gains in that just uh even on simulation um they, they they help us with simulation which you never would have thought 10 years ago that would be a, a helpful thing but 
there's drivers now that just go into Ford and Toyota and GM and they, and they just are simulation guys and that's all they do and they just throw different setups at the trucks and and see what the trucks do and the cars do and, and things like that. So we're really stoked to have Ford Performance backing us up and uh, you know Josh is he's he's really come a long way since the fire, which was about a year ago when we were about ready to go to Daytona when the when the shop burned down. So. You know, he was devastated and he thought that this was the end of his uh, ownership in, in NASCAR. But actually, he's bounced back and he's been really resilient. And he showed that, uh, you know, we're, he's Canadian as well. I don't know if you know that. He's from oh, Victoria. I, so, no, I didn't us, know that. Yeah, us Canadians are, are going to come back stronger than ever. And uh, and hopefully we can do well, you know. what One thing that I, I am disappointed in is I'm not in that ARCA race. Um, I just happened to stumble across the Talladega ARCA race last year where we ran in the top five all day long. Ended up with a top 10 there. Daytona, obviously. I'll never forget it. And I'm sure a lot of people remember what happened there. You know, led the last 15 laps of the race and got, got shafted on the on the final corner. But I just don't seem to have any friends when it comes to that, you know, that point in the race where these guys have known each other for so long and they got deals cut with other teams and stuff. But onto the truck side, I think with this Ford Performance deal, there's Thor Sport. Um, there's still one... Um, uh, the Riggs, uh, Scott Riggs on Lane Riggs is in the uh, front row motorsports truck. So, and, and then we have three trucks potentially in the race. I got my teammate will be Lawless Allen. Um, and then uh, he'll be in the 33. I'll be in the 22. And then Keith McGee will be in the, uh, I'm not sure what number he'll be in, maybe the 34. But we have about eight trucks. I think that'll be working together. Um, we might, you know, organize a drop back for the first stage and uh, just go nose to tail with all the Fords and, and see how it goes. But uh, once again, just get down there, get started. Um, start, you know, get through tech. That's always a big thing at Daytona, get oh, through yeah. tech. But, you know, like I said earlier, we just, we want to make sure all the little things are done and, uh, you know, just absolutely right down to all the even driver comfort stuff that is done. So we don't have to worry about anything when we get there, just start focusing, get out to practice, make some changes if we need to see what the changes do, um, get on the telemetry, see what, what's happening with our lines, see what's happening with, the, with, you know, the engine with Ilmore, they can come and plug in and they can tell me if I'm, you know, not shifting soon enough or if I'm waiting too long to shift and all those sorts of things. So really excited to get down there and, and see how that all starts panning out. Attention to detail. And I know that's what Jason White's all about. You always have been. I think back, I've known you for a long time and watched you back in the NASCAR Canadian Tire Series. And uh, Jay, you were attention to detail. You always had this stuff prepared, correct? And uh, man, you were a force each time you jumped in, and I can see that's going to be real cool, especially having those engineers and having the support of Ford. What's the team looking like that's going to be surrounding you? Uh, do you have the same uh, crew chief? Do you have the same tire changers? What's the deal there? Well, we uh, the same core group at Raymond Brothers Racing works on the, on the trucks every day, um, and I've had them... Um, alongside for well ever since i got there in 2018 when i ran at mossport there's uh there's three of them that have been there the, the whole time and you know josh is uh josh is just as ambitious as ever he's uh he's quite aggressive and he's quite energetic he's he's really wanting to to be to start to perform here now and like i said he's built this this thing into uh that's you know people are coming to him now so it it is Looking forward, it's going to be tougher and tougher. I mean, the reason I'm not in the ARCA car is the business of NASCAR is is really strong, and and that ARCA race is actually really tough to get into right now, and it's uh, it's really expensive. So even though we did very well in that car, in the 44 car, somebody else came along with a bunch of money and uh, wants to get their kid in there and and get some time in the sport. So 
it's it's starting to levitate all the way up through the big three as well. There's just not seats left available for for uh, privateers, so to speak, like myself. Um, so we're just going to take it one step at a time here. It looks like uh, we're, we're focusing on Daytona, obviously, but it looks like we'll do Daytona, uh, Talladega um, in the truck as well. But go beyond that, not sure where it's going to go. Um, but, you know, even if it doesn't mean I'm in the seat, I'll probably still be part of Ram Brothers Racing one way or another. I, I, I got to stay in racing for the rest of my life somehow, Joe. So um, and, and I would love to do that and, and, and grow with Ram Brothers and uh, and see where it goes from, you know, in the next 10 years. It's going to be pretty interesting and it's going to be it's going to be, uh, you know, it's always a roller coaster ride, but it's hopefully it's a fun one. And, you know, Jay, it's not all bad. Uh, yeah, uh, we'd all love to see you in that ARCA car and into that uh, ARCA 200 at Daytona. Uh, we, uh, I'll never forget Sue and I screaming at the television a couple of years ago. <laughs> I'm surprised you yeah. couldn't hear us uh, from where you were. But uh, in the same respect, it's probably not all bad news. Uh, when you can concentrate on the truck, you know that's what you're going to do. Um, and and I, I know you would have gave it your all anyway, but Jay, to have total dedication to one program, I think it's going to pay dividends. And uh, I, I know it's going to hurt not to be in it. And we shouldn't even be talking like this because the green flag <laughs> hasn't come out yet. And I can that's guarantee true. if there's a team out there that wants a, a, a veteran driver now, not a new guy, uh, but a guy that can take <laughs> care of equipment and run that car uh, to victory lane. Jason White's name's got to figure into that mix now. You're not just the guy from Canada coming in. Well, put it this way. I put the Arkham Menards uh, emblem on my new suit. So we'll uh, bring, we'll have the suit at the track and we'll be, I'll go, I'll be going over to say hi to everybody. And if anybody needs somebody to jump in there, I'll be, I'll be the first one to jump in. But uh, it, it boils down to, I, I did have a couple of opportunities, but the opportunities, like I said, I, I got the taste of, of running up front. So the opportunities were, were cars that I've ran in previous years where you're, you're just there waiting to see if the big one happens and you're waiting to see the best, best you can get. And I mean, we've, we've got a couple of sixths and sevenths out of doing that, but when you get up front and you start running with the Joe Gibbs and you start running with the Venturinis and, and all those guys, I mean, I'll never forget last year, there was, there was Sean Cor and I and Brett Holmes. And our biggest goal was to split up the Toyotas. And we knew if we could keep those Toyotas split up that we had a chance at it. So once you get up there into the top, you know, even the top 10 in that mix now in ARCA, that's very competitive. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to commit to something that wasn't competitive. I wanted to make sure that if we were going to go back, we were going to have a chance to win. So again, you, you know, you're right. It, we need to concentrate on this truck race and we got to make sure that eyes uh, are dotted, T's are crossed. We get into this race and then we, we plan our strategy. Basically you're going to plan your strategy on pit road about 10 minutes before the, the national anthem talking to the other Fords, figuring out what they're going to do. You know, Ford wants us all to work together. So, and they're pretty adamant about that. So um, that's when the strategy actually gets played out, but we got to get to that point and we've got to, uh, we just got to, we got to come with our A game and that's all there is to it. And I think we're ready for that. Oh, I guarantee you are with Jason White tonight. If you just tuned in, of course, Jay Sun Peaks BC is where he calls home, uh, but he is going to head to Daytona for now his fifth season in the NASCAR uh, Craftsman Truck Series. I almost said Camping World again. It took me <laughs> forever <tough. laughs> to uh, come off a of Craftsman onto Camping World. Now I uh, struggle going back the other way, but uh, Craftsman Truck Series, it's going to be huge. Jay, uh, you got the team, you got the truck, you got a new piece. 
uh, and we got the same driver. Uh, do you spend time on a simulator? Do you do any of that? Definitely. Um, I spend time on my own simulator, but I got some time when I was down in, uh, in Mooresville. Josh, we've got two simulators, uh, one full motion and then one for um, just practicing pit stops and getting on and off pit road and stuff like that, basically. So it's it's basically the same as the one I've got at home here, but he's got one that's really good. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I was on that for a few hours when I was down there. But yeah, no, uh, but mainly what you do on the simulator now for Daytona and Talladega is more things like that. You, you're practicing, um, you know, getting on the pit road, uh, waiting for your tires to be changed, changed when you put your truck into gear while you're waiting um that sort of stuff and then and then uh the apron uh coming off the apron is a big one as well so believe it or not the simulation is for daytona and talladega is really not about being in the race it's it's about all the other things around it getting on and off and if you come off a of turn four at daytona especially not so much talladega's got a lot more room if you come off a of turn four full song and you try to make pit road that alone is a task and and it's it's a it's you got you got to really be on your game when you're doing that because you can just really make yourself look stupid and end up in that inside wall. So that's one thing that we practice quite often. Um, but uh, yeah, sim time <clears throat> these days is is very important in this industry. Um, literally, everybody's got a simulator, but then all the manufacturers have like half million dollar simulators. They're simulating the heat, the wind. Um, everything inside the inside the race vehicle is simulated so it's uh, it's very important and uh yeah i'll be on the sim here this week uh next 10 days and uh then i head down on the ninth to start getting ready yeah and you'll be ready i can guarantee it. you'll be behind the wheel of the 22 truck how about sponsorship you got the same core that's following you down and helping you out that you've always had or how's it looking jay yeah so like i said before we got really good backing from ford performance um and then we've got uh some some longtime sponsors levrack has been there and then uh obviously my uh my longtime sponsor rob zimmer unfortunately i had to break the news to him that i was in a ford this time and he's okay with it he said he'll, he said he'll be okay with it for this one um so you know i got i got to give kudos to rob zimmer and and the gmc uh truckstore.com brand that he has because they've been they've, they've helped get me here and i you know i, I really he's going to be at the race hopefully so he's he's still going to cheer for me he said but uh um and then obviously uh powder ventures excavating is always a uh, big support for me and uh yeah we'll, we'll go down there there's a couple other things that are in the works through the team so um we'll know more about that next week when i get down there uh some other uh, uh not primary but uh secondary sponsors Cool, cool. And, of course, social media, everything should stay the same there. You're chasing Jason. Uh, uh, race, 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 race and Jason White, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then that's uh, Instagram and, and uh, Facebook. We'll start uh, – I'm not, I'm not big on Instagram until about three or four days before the race. I, I don't like to post stuff that's not content. So we'll get going on, on Insta, and uh, I'm, always, I'm always very active on my Facebook especially uh, these days when the 49ers are doing so well. So today's a big day and uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but we'll be, uh, we'll be on social media for the next, uh, the next few weeks for sure. You do a dynamite job keeping everybody up to date. And I don't miss a trick on there. I always watch, uh, even when you have uh, it, it, things that aren't so good happen to you, you cover it off on there. You don't gloss it over. It's reality at its best and it's real. And Jay, that's what I absolutely love watching you on there uh for the good end you know whatever happens uh you are uh, fair and balanced so to speak well you know what if you say that you go into racing and everything's good you're 
It's got some some oceanfront property in Arizona to sell you because it's uh, just definitely not the truth. It's it's more like a 70-30 deal. 70% doesn't work out or even more than 30% of the time you're having positive uh, results. But uh, let's just hope we're on the positive side this time and we can uh, get that uh, Ford F-150 and uh, Raymond Brothers Racing their first win. And uh, that would be nothing but uh, but greatness and we'll go from there. Hey, I've been there. Uh, I, I remember John King. You remember him going to Victory Lane yeah. at Daytona? Who's yeah. John King? He's a winner at Daytona. The names are like that. Uh, it, it doesn't have to be that, that name that is constantly in the news. When you're at Daytona, you put together a good run and you got the right equipment. You can find Victory Lane. And, Jay, you've got the experience. Now you've got, by the sounds of it, everything that you're going to need to have uh, to be successful and have a really good run. I got to ask you, running both the Arca series and the trucks, is there a big difference between the two race? Like um, uh, with the Arca car, uh, I remember you saying, I'll never forget it, your spotters, paint the yellow line, stay on the bottom. Yeah. Is it that way yeah. with the trucks? Because you do see the guys get up close to the wall and uh, hug that fence. Well, a couple of uh, rules that are different is in Arca, you're allowed to lock bumpers and you can go nose to tail with with as many cars in a row as you want and as you know that becomes a faster train trucks you're not allowed to lock bumpers for more than a couple of seconds so it's more get up give a tap or take a tap and and then move and see what happens and side draft and and yeah you can get up to the outside a bit because it doesn't really matter that train can't lock up on the on the inside of you and you can't lock up on the outside so that the trucks move around a lot more in the air like a lot more um we're driving the trucks a lot more the uh the, the ARCA car is, is more like a, uh, I, I think it's a Gen Gen 3 or Gen 4 car. Um, and it's, they, they drive really well. And you got, I mean, it, it's it's way easier to drive an ARCA car than it is to drive a Craftsman truck for sure. Um, so we just got to be on the wheel, up on the wheel in the truck. And, you know, the, the old adage of loose is fast and, and on the edge of out of control. And that's how the truck series is. You need the back end to be loose. And and when you're going 190 miles an hour in the in the draft, being a little bit loose can be a bit nerve wracking. But uh, that's part of the game, and that's why it's so fun to get there and do it. Because uh, you know, not a lot of not a lot of time in your life that you get to be on the track. So it's uh, it, it's it's really important to make sure that you're enjoying it and just driving the hell out of that F-150. <laughs> you're crazy, and that's what we all love about you, whites. So you're all crazy. Hey, how's Jimmy making out? Is he still? playing around down in Phoenix with the Super Modified and getting the odd race in. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a little bit. How's he doing? Well, I'll tell you what, talking about getting blood on your lips. Jeez, <laughs> that run he had down there. I, I don't know if you saw the week before. He was in Tucson in an, uh, a sprint car race, a non-wing sprint car race, and he smoked the right rear off that thing and just put on a show and won the race. And that really set him up for going to Vegas. And he had a great team, and, a, and he had a really good car that my cousin Dean Warmerdam rebuilt for him and uh, a great team around him. And uh, he was low on horsepower, but man, that second place really made him uh, kick up and realize that even at 55 years old, he's not done racing yet. So he came home and he bought a brand new uh, shark engine and he bought a, he's building a brand new sprint car and, <laughs> and they got a, and they got a 410 for their super modified now. So all ahead full on that side of things. And uh, I couldn't be more proud of him. He's uh, I, my brother's a hell of a race car driver and uh, he's, him and my dad just have so much fun touring around the uh, the West and, you know, all the way to Tucson and Phoenix and, and Havasu and all those places, Boise. 
um, stuff like that. So they're ending up into Canada. Even they come up and have a lot of fun and, uh, they just, they're so into it. That's what we grew up with is, is the super modifieds and the open wheels. So they just love what they do. And, and the group of people they got around them is, is just like family to us. So, uh, I'm just pretty stoked that they get to go out and do that. And I'll go out and help this year. I got to get and help, help with some social media stuff. Jim's not big on social media. So I got to get out there, get some social media out there and get them some recognition and show that, uh, that the, the the other kid from uh, from Kamloops, BC, is up there running fast and, and running hard at the front. Uh, I loved it when I was at Vernon uh, back in the Canadian Tire days, and uh, James White and you were both in that race. And uh, James, I believe, was in the 24 car that day. And it was magic watching the two of you because I'd never heard of your brother. I didn't know he was that accomplished, but... Uh, uh, just, just amazing. I imagine the boys will be coming to Daytona to uh, sort of support you, or are they going to be at you, home? You, you know what? Uh, my niece is is uh, due to have a baby right around the fifteenth or the sixteenth. So Jim hasn't bought his ticket yet. But if uh, if baby comes a little sooner, he'll be down. But if not, uh, his first grand uh, grandson's uh, coming down. Hopefully, uh, right around the fifteenth. So we'll. Uh, We'll see what happens there, but uh, my family's coming down, and we got some friends coming down, and it'll be good for for support. But again, everybody's always following on the on the uh, the feeds of social media, so I'm sure everybody will be following along. Final question for you, and I reserve it for your son. How is he making out? Your son is a speed racer, uh, flying down mountains on two skis. How's he doing? He's pretty good. He's training. Uh, yeah, he's freestyler. He. Uh, He's in this Canada Cup this week. He's, this is his second Canada Cup of the year, so he's doing really well. He's training hard. He's got a lot ahead of him here. It's uh, it's sink or swim time at, uh, in, in, in his in his sport, so he's uh, really working hard, and we're pretty proud of him no matter what. So he's going to uh, go out to this Canada Cup next week, and then we'll be out at the end of February in, uh, in Barrie again for another one. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to talk to you guys uh, before then and talk about a victory lane celebration at Daytona, and uh, we can – talk about uh, what he's got going on as well well you will be on race time radio i can guarantee that we're going to follow you all the way through jason white and uh we can't thank you enough for the time tonight the update and the excitement you're gonna bring us all along in that uh in that truck and uh make room but uh put that canadian flag beside you too that'd be kind of cool to pull that out in victory lane well, I've learned that I'm not going to put it on my truck anymore because that's one of the reasons I think why they don't go with me. But I'll definitely have one beside my seat and I'll be waving it hard when it comes time to. But, uh, yeah, I might put an American flag on the back for now just to make them think that I'm American or something because I'm pretty sure that's the reason why I don't get a lot of help sometimes when they see that Canadian flag. They don't want us coming down there and beating them. It's It's been something I remember since I could – be at the racetrack i remember they don't like when my dad used to come down and doug larson and all these guys used to go down and and uh whoop up on them and americans don't like it meet my canadians so. <laughs> <laughs> you're correct you are a hundred percent correct on that but the times are a changing we got a lot of competitive guys uh all focusing in now and migrating south to uh further their careers and you're one of those guys jay uh thanks so much for this and Man, I can't wait till those trucks get on track and we'll be able to follow the 22 all the way around. Right on. And while I got it, uh, I just want to say congratulations to Trayton Lapsovich. Like, not only for winning that championship, but for, for Trey going down and running that Cars Tour. I'm a big Trayton Lapsovich fan, man, and I hope he lights it up down there and he gets his butt into a NASCAR in a few years. And I know he'll do well. It's uh, We got someone to, to put our 
everything behind here in the next few years, and that's Trey. So You want to believe it. He's coming up in a little bit here on Race Time. Uh, it, right again, part of the DNA, right? The Lapsovich family, the Whites out in B.C., uh, it, it's that's what it takes, and you guys are all doing it, uh, and we're proud of all of you. Well, families that race together stay together, so I think that's what the Lapsoviches believe in too. So, Jay, have a good one. Be safe, and uh, uh, have a safe flight to Daytona, and we'll be checking in with you lots, buddy. Cheers, Joe. Thanks for having me on again, buddy. You bet. Jason White, Sun Peaks, BC. And I didn't ask him about RS1. I'll have to do that the next time we got him on. He's all focused in on Daytona. You can guarantee that. But uh, uh, he's going to put on a show. Kind of cool when you get the support of, uh, you know, the engineers and the factory support on that race team. And let's face it, Josh has earned the right to uh, have the tools in the drawer, so to speak. Uh, They've been working on it a long time. That's the same as Jason. You know, when he first went down, and uh, he was going to run Daytona and Talladega and run the super speedway stuff. Uh, so many Canadians, I talked to a lot of guys, right? And they'd say, oh, yeah, Jay's going to go down there. Uh, he'll be lucky if he finishes 35th. And I would say, man, come on, you know, uh, give the guy a break. At least he's trying. He's going to go down there. Well, guess what? Jason White not only went down and qualified and, you know, finished with a top 25 run, the first time around, the second time around, he improved. And the next time he improved. And look at him today. Now he's actually talking victory. Uh, and rightfully so. Uh, he is going to do a good job. I can guarantee it. I hope he gets an ARCA ride. Uh, kind of selfish of me. Um, uh, the ARCA series so good at Daytona. But that was so exciting with Jason White uh, coming down the back stretch in the lead. Coming back to the checkered flag, I thought, man, Jay is actually going to win this race. And, of course, typical Daytona and Arca, everything changed in the last couple of corners. And uh, he didn't get the victory that day. But uh, I'll tell you what, made a better race car driver of him. Uh, There's nothing like someone that's driven to go out there and get results. And Jason White is all about that, getting out there getting results, and continuing forward progress. He'd be the first guy that if he wasn't making forward progress, uh, he'd be the first guy to say, you know what, I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to do it. Uh, Just for the sake of saying that you've been there and done that, not Jason White. He's the kind of guy that wants to go out there and advance and, you know, earn a top five, earn a top three, and earn a win. That's Jason White. And uh, I, I got a sneaky suspicion he's going to be up there and he's really going to do a good job this year in the 22 Craftsman truck. But we're going to throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date on some news and highlights that you may have missed over the last hour. And then we're coming back for hour number two. And we're going to kick it all off with Ray Dunlap on the other side, as well as Trayton Lapsovich. We got Nicholas Noggle coming up. We got a great hour number two coming at you all live tonight. Stay with us. Back to you in Toronto, and then we're coming back for hour two. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. 
And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. And here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio tonight on Sirius XM. Not sure what time, as the Raptors are playing basketball, and that game is on SiriusXM Channel 167 Canada Talks, as you can get all of your Raptors games right here on the channel. Tonight interferes with Race Time Radio, but that's okay. We move out of the way. They'll air us later, and uh, we'll move on. We will be back with you live next Sunday. And, of course, on Rev TV every Tuesday night from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. You can catch us there. Uh, And you can count on that as well as the Performance Motorsport Network.com. If you haven't checked out Bob Steele's stuff, make sure you do that. And our YouTube channel at Racetime Radio TV. Uh, Our subscriber base is growing. Uh, We we get another five or six each week. And we want to thank everybody for doing that. If you are checking us out on our YouTube channel, please do us a favor and hit that subscribe button. And you'll never miss Race Time Radio again. Every time we go live, you'll have it. And uh, you don't have to watch the screen and look at this ugly mug. But uh, the, the guests we have are always dynamite. And uh, let me tell you who we've got coming up this hour. Uh, I'm so excited to get our next guest up on the Zoom line, Ray Dunlop. You'll remember Ray from uh, Speed Channel and Fox Sports anytime those trucks were on a racetrack practicing uh, anything. Uh, Ray Dunlap was the man, uh, and not that many years ago, and had for a long time been the go-to broadcaster for the uh, Craftsman Truck Series, into the Camping World Truck Series. And uh, I thought, man, i got to check in with Ray. It's been a couple of years, so I thought I'd check in with him. Lo and behold, got a hold of him, and I invited him on. And he said, sure, Joe, I'll come on. And uh, we're, we're going to have him here in a few moments. We'll have him up on the Zoom line and we'll catch up with Ray Dunlop. Find out what he's up to these days. I can well imagine he's still watching these races. Uh, he, was, uh, he was involved big time for a lot of years. And uh, I, I look forward to catching up with Ray. And then, of course, on Thursday, there was some huge news with Train Lapsevich. He has a plan all laid out for 2024. And he made the announcement on Thursday uh, he's going to be in the Cars Tour, full tilt, uh, and in a competitive ride. So we're going to catch up with Trayton and uh, dive into that and get the details. And uh, we'll also catch up this hour with Nicholas Noggle, driver of the 08, uh, Brycon uh, Construction uh, number 8. 
Uh, he is from out in Nova Scotia. And whenever you talk World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing the last, I don't know, five, six years, the name Nicholas Noggle comes up. He has a super late model. He also has a pro late model. Um, and he usually drags both of them to New Smyrna for the week. Uh, well, for the nine nights of racing. Not always does he pull both out. Uh, sometimes he'll pull out the pro late model and run that. And most of the time he's in the super late model. And uh, he's concentrating on one or the other. Very rarely does he get into both races. Uh, a pretty tough, tall order to do when you're down there. Of course, uh, the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing is something that uh, you've you got to take in. If you're a short track fan and you're a new short track fan, well, just to fill you in a little bit here, uh, New Smyrna Speedway is about I don't know, 15 minutes from Daytona Beach. Um, it's a half mile owned by the Hart family has been forever. Uh, it's a high banked half mile speedway and it is rocket fast. And every year right at this time of the year, speed weeks, they put on nine nights of straight racing. Um, there is, uh, I think there's nine classes that make up the week. Uh, you don't see all nine of them every night. Of course, there's uh, usually four classes per night. Uh, the super late models, uh, the modifieds come in, uh, the, the NASCAR tour type modifieds. You see a lot of guys from the Connecticut uh, way. And uh, there, there's uh, if you're in a modified, this is where you want to be uh, at Speed Weeks. And we're going to see them again this year. Uh, you see the pro late models. There is, uh, I want to say, Joe Lawrence's brother, uh, Chris Lawrence, uh, up here at Delaware Speedway. He's got a whole herd of those bone stocks, four-cylinder cars. And uh, I believe I heard somewhere that Chris Lawrence has taken a couple of his cars, and he's going to go down to New Smyrna. Uh, a couple of nights, you'll see the bone stocks down there, and uh, it'll be kind of cool to see uh, Chris Lawrence and uh, whoever he's got in the cars. I don't know, maybe he himself is going to drive, uh, but we'll find out. Uh, but uh, you get the drift of it. Get to New Smyrna Speedway's website, and you'll be able to check out uh, everything that makes up the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. I want to say this is the 51st or 52nd year uh, that has gone on. Uh, I think back to the days of Junior Handley, and uh, it, it, there was a few years there where Junior was not only in the super late models doing what he always did, uh, but he'd also jump over and get into a modified and run the two classes each night. And he and Teddy Christopher, uh, of course, Teddy no, no longer with us, but uh, Ted Christopher and Junior Hanley, you want to talk about battling it out. Oh, man. Uh, Dickie Anderson and the super late models and Junior Hanley. Uh, there, there were so many good, uh, good, good rivalries, good racing. And uh, it's going to continue again this year with uh, all today's guys. And it's going to be off the hook. Uh, but Nicholas Noggle is going to be part of that this year, and he's going to be part of the show tonight, and we're going to find out exactly what he is going to be doing down there, what classes, and if he's going to take both cars, I don't know, but we will definitely find out the answers to all of that tonight. Uh, did you check out the 24 Hours of Daytona, uh, the Rolex 24? You know, it was back in 2001 that uh, our own Ron Fellows was part of the Corvette team, uh, the year before, so the year 2000, 
uh, run. I, I want to say he finished second in that race, just about won it. Uh, and it was uh, second in, in division, of course, four classes on the track at one time. And uh, it just came up a little bit short. Well, in 2001, he didn't come up short. Uh, they went out and they won it. Not only won their division, but they won overall. And uh, that's something that is extremely hard to do. Win overall. He did it in a Corvette. And uh, you know the success we see out of the Corvette teams today. Uh, we got to look back to that, those days when uh, Corvette was uh, uh, really trying to get everything going and be part of it. And uh, it, Ron Fellows, he's got the Rolex watch, and he's got the trophy, and he did it. Uh, teammates back in those days won Dale Earnhardt Sr., uh, his one and only shot, actually, at running the 24 hours of Daytona. Uh, and, and that particular year in 2001, uh, he was a teammate to Ron Fellows. Uh, I want to say that Dale was in the four car, and uh, I, I believe, I can't remember uh, what number, but there was two separate uh, Corvettes, and uh, Dale ended up finishing fourth, I believe, that day. But the celebration with uh, Team Chevrolet and Corvette, Ron and uh, Dale, it was a magical moment, uh, and cemented in time, right? Uh, that that was uh, the year that we lost Dale. Uh, but I'll tell you, uh, he was so excited to be in that 24 hours of Daytona and to have the experience that he did. Uh, uh, sat down years later with Ron Fellows. He actually co-hosted a show with me on Sirius XM back when we were on the Score Network. And uh, it was right around the Honda Indy uh, in Toronto. Uh, I came down to Toronto. We did some live shows from the studio in Toronto, and I asked Ron to co-host with me, and he did. And it was uh, about 10 years uh, after uh, he had won the 24 Hours of Daytona. And, uh, I talked to him about that, and he really didn't talk much about it uh, with Dale's passing, and uh, they were pretty good friends, and it was hard for Ron to talk about. Uh, but, you know, on that show, Ron did talk about it and uh thought back to the to that magical day when everything come together and uh it, pretty exciting and to this day i know i sent ron a message yesterday whenever i see the 24 hours of daytona i think of ron fellows and i think of that uh, corvette team and uh it, just a magical time and this year was uh the same right uh, it, it's so cool to see the number of cars uh, they, they had a really good car count uh, to see what uh, everything has been put together. Uh, it was a great 2024, 24 hours of Daytona. And if you happen to have witnessed that and went, man, I'd really like to go see these guys run. Well, you can do that. They're, they are coming to CTMP uh, this summer. And I believe the tickets are on sale now. So uh, if you want, you can get to CTMP. Uh, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and uh, check it out. Get your tickets, and uh, it's same for the most part. Same driver, same teams that were participating in the 24 Hours of Daytona uh, will uh, uh, be the same guys that you're going to see at CTMP. We're going to hit a quick break here on Race Time Radio, and uh, we'll look for our Ray Dunlop on the other side. Stay with us. Hey, Rick Bream, you're listening to Race Time Radio. 
coast to coast, 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 to coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. And exclusive podcasts, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. In, put it between his legs! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters. The world's best fire starter. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick with fire starters, the world's best fire starter. Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. Uh, having a little technical issue uh, connecting with Ray Dunlap. Uh, had to resend it, uh, and I believe we have got connection. How about that? That works even better. Uh, but we have Ray Dunlap with us. What's going on there, Razor? How are you, buddy? What's up, Joe? How's things? Yeah, doing fantastic, man. You're looking just super fine. Uh, you staying out of trouble or what? Yeah, everything's good. Got a little Florida sunshine finally. We've had so much rain, it's been crazy, but uh, weather's turning around a little bit and everything's good. Well, that's the way to have it, Ray. Uh, What's been going on with you these days? Man, I'll tell you what, everything has changed in this world. 
And uh, it doesn't matter. Whenever I turn a truck race on, I don't know why, but I can still hear your voice in my head. You and Jim Toredo are staples. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The uh, you know my my career during broadcasting, uh, I got an opportunity to do a lot of different things, and you know you always want to be the play-by-play guy and get up in the booth and have them feed you grapes if you can. But the real bottom line was covering the truck series and being in the pits and and being down there breaking the stories, talking to the crew chiefs, doing all that stuff was was really my the favorite thing I ever did. It, it, it's such a great series and. You know, I was really lucky, Joe, the, 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 the handful of years where I was, you know, at the top of my game in that sport, we had young guys coming into the truck series that were trying to work their way up. But we also had the veterans like Mark Martin and Ted Musgrave and Todd Bodine, who, who had come back down to a lower level, but they wanted to be somewhere where they were competitive. And um, <clears throat> that was, you know, my favorite time of, of being around when we had that nice mixture of the different group of drivers. Yeah, it was, right? It, magical times. And uh, uh, think back to Ron Hornaday and uh, Skinner and all those guys. and Jack uh, Sprague. Yeah, Jack Sprague. You did an, uh, uh, like an amazing job, uh, not to blow smoke, Ray, but uh, sure. you did an amazing job. There was no story that uh, y- you would put on the back burner and say, no, no, I can't do that. Uh, if it was a story, man, you broke it. And it, it sometimes it hurts some feelings, but yeah. really that's yeah. what well, makes I, it. I appreciate that. That's nice of you to say. You know, I, I it was funny because I had a radio and TV background, but when I got there, uh, you know, I was a huge race fan. My father and I went as we were young kids to the short tracks. And, 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 and as I grew up through that whole process, I said to myself, what is the balance between being an investigative reporter and working hard so that you're breaking the news for the fans at home and then still trying to keep NASCAR happy, keep the PR people happy, you know, give good sponsorship plugs. And how do you find that balance? And um, I'm not sure if I ever found it right or not. But at the end of the day, I was pretty proud of the fact that that I tried to, to bring as much breaking news and information to the broadcast as I could. And and again, thank you for saying that. It, it means a lot. Well, you did, Ray. Uh, you did all of the above. How about today? Do you always, uh, like, are you a frequent viewer of the truck series? Do you watch NASCAR? I know you're oh, yeah. a huge race fan, but what's got yeah. your attention? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a race fan forever, Joe. There's no question about that. Um, I watch certain races, uh, you know, certain tracks that I really care about a lot. Um, obviously, in, in, you know, when Daytona comes around, it's the beginning of the season. You got all the new stories. Uh, you know, I don't want to miss a moment of that. So I watch all the divisions and, and practice and everything. But as the regular season goes along, there's certain tracks I want to watch, certain ones I don't. But, um, you know, people ask me, do you keep up to date with uh, breaking news and the stories? And, ab- you know, the answer is no. It takes a lot of work. And, and you know, I used to live in Charlotte. I was I, I was talking to the crew chiefs and the crew members every day. You'd go to lunch with them. Uh, I don't live there anymore. Um, we're in Cincinnati, Ohio in the summertime and Florida in the winter. So I'm not in the loop anymore. But, yeah, I'm still a really big fan. How about New Smyrna? When you're down in Florida, are you close to New Smyrna or Daytona Beach? Will you head yeah. out? Yeah, I get over there for a couple short track races. Uh, we've, we've got a really good 
uh, uh, asphalt track up in Tampa. Um, so, you know, we, we had one right, uh, right near us in Punta Gorda and it closed up last year. A new owner bought it and he's into motocross and not really into, into the uh, late model kind of stuff. So that's kind of in transition now, but I see four or five good races live a year for sure on the short track scene. Um, you know, I'm an ARCA guy from way back when, and I love, uh, I'll get up to Toledo Speedway in the fall to see their championship race. Um, you know, I, I get to a few a year for sure, but, um, it, it's interesting, you know, there's so many young kids, uh, in the sport now. Sometimes when I go in the garage, you know, I'm an old man now and I look around and I think, holy moly, I can't believe some of these kids are 15 years old and, and, and driving a race car hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I, I, how about dirt? Ray, did dirt ever get you, uh, were, were you a fan of dirt racing, sprint cars, late models? Uh, I'm not, I'm not a big dirt fan. I was an asphalt guy pretty much all of my life. But <clears throat> when I first got started in the business, uh, I went and did some uh, sprint car races for TNN back in the day. And I'm, I'm impressed with the process. Um, I know that some people live and die by that whole thing and they love it. Um, I found the environment to be not as friendly to me. <laughs> uh, you got to hold, a, hold your hand over top of your beer, you know, so you don't get the mud in it. But, um, you know, I've been to Eldora obviously lots of times and, and we ran trucks on dirt, um, you know, in multiple different locations and I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't be a guy that would want to go watch that all year round. It's too funny. Uh, the first time I ever went to Volusia County Speedway, uh, well, back in the day, it was the half mile was uh, asphalt, and they had the little dirt track off to the side. And then right. through time, it flipped, and the half mile went dirt, and the little track was out there. First time I went to see a dirt sprint car race at Volusia County. I looked, and Sue and I were walking through the grandstand, and I looked, and there's people with, uh, like, shopping bags, and they had them on their head, and they had <laughs> goggles, and I'm going, what? I don't get it. What is there? Is this a Halloween thing or something? I couldn't figure right. it out until the first lap of the first race, and I went, I got it. I know why now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's a, and there can be some really great competition. You know, Knoxville, obviously, is always fantastic. Um, the, the thing I've never understood, uh, about auto racing is like the chili bowl and some of these events where they run the little sprint cars indoors. Now, that's the one I don't get. Um, I, I, uh, you know, I, I, I know I've never been to the chili bowl, so I should say, um, I probably shouldn't knock it out since I haven't tried it, but I've been to a number of events where they ran cars on inside a building. And I, I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Harry Macy from Buffalo, New York, back in the day, he ran the Can-Am Midgets. I had Sobble Speedway, and uh, Harry Macy, just an incredible man. He said to me, Joey, you got to come to Buffalo. You got to come down to Niagara Falls when we run the indoor show in the winter. And I said, indoor? He said, yeah, <laughs> Joey, you got to come. You be my guest. So I did. I went, and uh, Ray, I'll tell you what, I sat halfway up in the grandstand. It was yeah. like an arena but uh, you want to talk about exhaust. I couldn't even see the back stretcher. It was that much in the air. Uh, yeah, I, and the chili bowl is not like that. A chili bowl, well-vented, and uh, it was quite a show this year. I tuned into it. But I hear what you're saying. 
it is different. You got to really love racing to be wanting to do it inside an arena uh, in the middle of the winter. For sure. Yeah, incredible. So Daytona is coming. Uh, what do you think? Who who do you think is going to be one to watch, or have you been looking at pre race stuff? Well, no, you know, it's interesting because as you know, as the NASCAR's changed so much now with the way the policies are and 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 you know, we used to spend you know, four and a half weeks in Daytona in January while all the different uh people were coming testing. You'd have a Chevy week and you'd have a Ford week. We'd have Arca uh five, you know, four days a long weekend of Arca and Daytona. And and it really gave you a time to analyze not only who had moved to what team. Uh, you know, a lot of times I think people overlook that. You know, you're like, oh, I love Joey Logano. He's my favorite. Or, you know, uh, pick your favorite driver. And, and is Denny Hamlin going to win a championship this year? All those questions come up. But when we used to go testing, you could really learn a lot about what a team was structured like and how good they were going to be. And and now that that's changed, I think it's really hard to make any kind of predictions at the beginning of the season, especially for me now that I'm I'm not really tied into the scene and I'm not in Charlotte to to watch all those little nuances. You know what I mean, Joe? It's like those were there were things that would point in one direction, and you go, boy, they made some good changes this year, and they hired so and so to be in the in the fab department, and it's going to make their team a lot better. Um, so, you know, for me, it's like, you just gotta, they, they gotta start racing and Daytona is such Daytona and Talladega are such their own animal that I don't think you can even watch that race and then have a good forecast of who's going to be good throughout the season. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. The guys are actually lucky if they get any more than about an hour's practice time before they have to go out and, and run the race. Uh, it's got to be tough if you're one of the drivers that has to, you know, time your way or speed your way in. It's got to be tough to even make the show. Uh, it is totally a different environment. Man, Ray, it's been so good catching up with you. Uh, we, we got to get together more often, and uh, we, we got to. I'd love to pick your brain a bunch more. Well, sorry I was late getting called in here. I had a little uh, technical problem on my phone, but. In the big picture, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, great to know that NASCAR's got their new TV plan in place. Uh, We've got a big picture of what's coming at us for, you know, the next eight years. And and, uh, we're going to know where the broadcasts are. And obviously, streaming's coming along. Things are a little bit different. But at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, it's guys like you and I and, and 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 the fans that are watching today on your show that, that that make the whole thing go around and and uh, I think it's going to be a really great season. I miss you, Ray. I miss you wholeheartedly and hopefully one day, one day we can get you back in a broadcast booth somewhere and uh hear that magic once again but uh thank you for the time tonight. Hey, we're all set next time it'll be simple. We'll connect right off the bat, bud. You got it, brother. Nice to talk to you, Joe. You bet. Ray Dunlop. Man, he uh did a lot in the sport. Uh, and no one broke a story like Ray Dunlap did. Uh, he would give you the, both sides, both sides, and give everyone the opportunity to say their piece. And it wasn't it wasn't opinionated uh, uh, commentary. It was factual. And I find that that isn't really the case in a lot of different scenarios today. But uh, things are a changing, and we keep changing with it. And uh, one thing for sure, you can guarantee it's going to be an outstanding season, and it's all going to fire off here in uh, in due time, not too long from now. 
We're going to hit a quick break when we come back. Trayton Lapsevich, we're going to catch up with Trayton and find out his plan for 2024. We'll be right back, all live tonight on Race Time Radio. This is Trent Seidel. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Enjoy. From coast to coast, 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 to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to canadiantiremotorsportpark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. An exclusive podcast, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. put it between his legs! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. There are thousands of parts and pieces that go into today's race cars. GSR Parts has what you need, and they ship coast-to-coast in Canada. GSR Parts specializes in dirt sprint car chassis, modifies, and so much more. Whether you race dirt or asphalt, road course, or in a straight line, GSR Parts has the parts you need to get you back on track and in victory lane. Give Terry Baker a call and visit them on Facebook at GSR Parts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. There's nothing like sitting around the fire, is there? Lots of life's biggest moments and big challenges get solved right around the fire pit, including many family magic moments. The best way to ensure that fire goes each and every time is to use a Quick Quick Fire Starter. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have been made right here in Canada. I'll never forget when my son was young, thunder was rolling in the distance. Oh, Dad, what was that? Well, that's just the angels bowling in heaven. <laughs> Dad, what was that? That's what happens when you pull Grandpa's finger. Quick Quick Fire Starters, <laughs> the world's best fire starter. <laughs> Oh, 
Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio. With your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. And uh, by the look of it, welcome, Lawrence. You figured it out. He's got us all tuned in live on uh, YouTube now. Uh, welcome aboard, Lawrence. Uh, let's get back to the show, shall we? Big news come out on Thursday. We finally know now what Trayton Lapsovich is going to do. Of course, Trayton, our national champion here in Canada in the NASCAR Canada Series. And uh, he's got a path all blazed and ready to roll for 2024. Let's welcome in Trayton Lapsovich. What's going on there, Trayton? How you doing, kiddo? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic, man. Uh, hey, that was some really good stuff we heard on Thursday. Cars Tour, full tilt for you this year. That's cool. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, we didn't really know what uh, what we're going to be doing this year, and then uh, some things kind of came together pretty quick. And, uh, yeah, that's where we're going to end up. We're going to be in the Cars Tour in 2024 um, with late model stock cars. It's uh, It should be pretty exciting. Uh, I think we got the, you know, we're with the right team and the right people supporting us, so it, uh, it should be a lot of fun. Trayton, you kept that totally silent because I'll tell you, normally I can, uh, you know, get a little glimpse of what's going to take place here or there. I had no idea. I heard what Kyle was going to do. Of course, we got Cole Butcher. He's going to run ASA. And uh, Joe Lawrence does the announcement. I'm going, Trayton Lapsovich, I got to know what is going on. And sure enough, boom, Thursday, uh, you dropped it. And uh, this is huge news. Not only great news that you're going to be in the cars tour but you're going to be in a competitive ride that's key yeah um it kind of you know we wanted to make the jump the right way um obviously the cars tour really competitive series a lot of big teams a lot of money flowing into it um you know with the kind of the new ownership group there as of last year with uh harvick burton earnhardt and justin marks there's a lot of nascar teams are starting to put up cars and and, uh, you know, spend a lot of money on development to put some good cars together. So, you know, it came around nice uh, that Chad Bryan had an opening for this year. Um, those in Canada might not know Chad that well, but uh, he's got a really strong history in the States. He won the, the ARCA championship with Chase Briscoe and he worked with guys like Ty Majeski and, uh, you know, all these great drivers. So he's uh, he's got a pretty good track record. It come together nice that we were able to get in, uh, in Chad's car and it uh, should be a lot of fun. It, just amazing so your first race up then uh it's coming up right march yeah yeah it's march at southern national so any test time you're going to get any kind of test time or anything like that you'd be spending lots of time right now going back and forth to fit the car to do all of that yeah um we're probably going to be testing in the next couple weeks here um probably go down the same weekend and uh and fit the car and in, in the seat and whatnot and then test the next day so um, yeah, right now there'd be a lot of traveling back and forth with school and whatnot, but, uh, once school finishes up, I'll be down there full time. Talk about burn the candle at both ends. Trayton, if anybody can do it, you can. I know that. Uh, uh tell us about the team, how it's coming together. Who's going to be on top of the box? Who you got surrounding you? And is Caden going to figure in at any point or any time? Yeah. Uh, Caden's obviously got a really busy schedule with, uh, Venturini in the Arcus series. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna try and get to as many races as he can. Um, it kind of works out nice that most of his races are on Fridays. Um, there's a couple that are on Saturdays. Uh, most of my races are on the Saturdays, so he should be able to get to most of them. 
Um, and then, you know, be, there'll be a few here and there that he's not able to make it to. But uh, Chad Bryant's going to be the crew chief on the car. Um, we haven't quite talked about uh, the actual crew itself so much. Um, I'm going to be in the shop working during the summer. Um, and then, uh, yeah, kind of kind of go from there. But uh, really excited. Um, Chad's, uh, you know, got a, a pretty good track record as a crew chief. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to be a part of that as well. Well, he's getting a hell of a driver, too. Uh, one of Canada's best, I can guarantee it. You're going to turn a lot of heads down there, especially linked up with Chad. You guys are going to be a match made. Uh, guaranteed on that. Uh, so what's that do now for you're our, uh, our champion up here in NASCAR? Uh, what does that do for the NASCAR schedule? Are you out? Are you a hundred percent cars tour and no Canada or what? Um, well, I wouldn't say I'm a hundred percent out of, of NASCAR Canada. Um, I, I can say that it won't be full time, so we won't be back to defend, defend the crown, but, uh, no, it's not, not completely out of the question at, at this moment. Um, obviously the focus is going to be a hundred percent on the cars tour. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if I end up in a car at, uh, at a couple races here and there. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely not out of the question. Um, I'm sure I'll be back racing in Canada, you know, dabbling here a couple times throughout the summer. Um, but, uh, yeah, 100% focused on the Cars Tour, and we'll kind of see what happens from there. Right. So select schedule, if you will. That That's kind of cool, too. Uh, bad news for everybody, because now you're going to actually be able to concentrate on the one. When you do get into it, it's uh, it, it's going to be incredible. Uh, big picture. Trayton, you are always, you've always been a big picture guy. And looking down the road, uh, this, of course, huge news. And uh, in the foreground. What's the big picture look like for you? Uh, are you thinking you want to go cars tour, then maybe ARCA, or do you want to just go right into trucks? Or uh, what's the plan? Or what if you uh, were granted that magic wish? How would you see it all unfold? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely the start of, of what could be something really big. I think there's a, a very bright future ahead. Um, you know, we, hit, we were able to partner with Evram and, and Bare, Knuckle, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. So it's really cool that we're going to the States here with with the Canadian company. Um, they're based out of Montreal, big into waste management. So, um, you know, really cool to do this with them. Um, we haven't really made plans for down the road right yet, but, uh, you know, the, the, um, the goal right now is to win that car store championship and then we'll go from there. You know, I, I could definitely see us moving on to, to something else down the road and, uh, you know, working our way up that way. So, um, just a really cool partnership I'm really grateful to, for the support, um, in m- making this happen. I mean, this is, a pretty big for me it's been a goal of mine for a long time to get down in the states racing and uh, now is the right time to do it oh yeah and the cars tour is an awesome tour to be involved with uh that and the asa series uh to me i look at both of them and go wow look at the scenario that we've got and look at the competitors from here that are moving into those series and uh, they're not going in you guys aren't going in to come away with the top 10 you're going in with the mindset of we got to go win and uh, that, that that's the cool part. And you've all, every one of you are capable of doing it against some of the best in North America because that's what you're going to be up against. Uh, it's going to be kind of cool. Any chance that there is any more room for a Canadian sponsor or sponsor anywhere to get involved with the race team? Absolutely. Um, you know, it would be awesome. The, the more Canadian companies we can get on that car, I think the better. Um, I think there's a, a really cool story there with Canadian companies um, supporting can- a Canadian kid down south and, you know, hopefully making something happen in the big, big scheme of things. So 
um, definitely a room involved on a room to get involved, and uh, you know we're encouraging that as well. Well, you're cutting you're cutting a new line there, bud, because uh, that that's the part that we've all seen. Uh, we've got the talent here in Canada. It's getting the support for that talent to participate down south. And by God, I think you're going to do it. Uh, well, I don't think. I know you're going to. Uh, the success uh, is going to be about you getting into that car, getting acclimated to the team and the chemistry. That all can come together quite quickly. Uh, if I've seen anything from you, Trayton, you adapt real quick. And you're a, you're not a, a driver that uh, can piss a pile of people off in a hurry and not have a team. Uh, you're one of those kind of guys that... Uh, you're one of the guys that pulls people together. That's the cool part. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in this car. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, honestly. Um, you know, I think it's going to be good that uh, I'll be in the shop working with the guys and, uh, you know, kind of building those relationships with the team and then also chat as well. So I think it's a, a great opportunity for us to all get to know each other pretty well. And um, I think Chad will pick up on my driving style relatively quick. Um, going to be a lot of new tracks for me this year, but uh you know, there's a, a lot of testing involved. Um, you know, you're pretty much with every car store race, there's always an open test the night before, which is good. You get a couple hours in the car beforehand. Um, so going to be doing a lot of work on the simulator until then. And then, uh, doing my homework to make sure that we're prepared when we show up to the track. <laughs> I've never seen you not do the homework. Well, your mom would shoot you if you didn't. So, uh, <laughs> and your dad on the other side. Uh, so are you over the top excited to get to any specific racetrack that the car tour goes on? You know, I'm one that I'm definitely looking at is North Wilkesboro. Um, I think that's going to be really exciting. Uh, you know, just the, the history surrounding the tra- track as a whole. Um, and then also knowing they, they repaved it this year. So, um, it's going to be fast is what I'm hearing. Uh, it was, it was fast last year when it had the old asphalt and whatnot. So I think with the repave, it's going to be really quick. It's going to make for some big racing. I think we go there twice this year. So, um, you know, really excited to get there the first time and then hopefully we can, uh, you know, maybe grab a couple wins there as well. It would definitely be a big one on the bucket list. Well, I'll tell you, you have made a lot of fans very, very happy with the news that you've released. And uh, we all cannot wait to see how everything uh, all comes together for you. Social media-wise, do you keep everything that you've got in place and add to it? Or are things going to change from that perspective uh, for the fans? No, uh, everything's going to be the same. Um, you know, I'll keep posting on my on my personal socials. Uh, like you said, it's been been really cool to see all the support from pretty much everyone across Canada um, making the move that we are. So there's been a, a lot of approval in, in that matter, and uh, you know, hope to see some Canadian fans getting to the track this summer. And uh, if not, everything's on Flow Racing too, which is uh, you know a great site, and you can watch live on there. So. Um, you know, it's really cool to have the support. It feels like all, almost all of Canada is behind me, really. So it, uh, it's a lot of encouragement heading into the season. Well, it's just like the Raptors and the Blue Jays, right? They don't just play for Toronto. They play for the country. And uh, that's what you're going to be doing down there, bud, in the Cars Tour. Uh, it's going to be kind of cool to see what you can do. We're all solidly behind you. And uh, uh, you know I'm going to be a pest getting you back on the show to keep us all up to date as we move down the road. Uh, any chance we're going to see you at New Smyrna getting acclimated at all? Does Chad have a, a buggy that he can put you in down there just to get a little bit of time? Well, I think we're going to end up in our own buggy at New Smyrna. So um, I think we're, uh, you know, we've been working on our super late model since Five Flags there. And uh, we've got it pretty much well 
back together. I'm um, just ironing out some little things, finishing touches, but uh, I think there's a really good chance you'll see us there running the ASA race on Tuesday and, uh, you know, going from there. Oh, man. You're just, you keep adding to it, bud. You're just putting another log on the fire, guaranteed. Uh, your dad has got to be coming off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's been a lot of work, you know. This time, thankfully, we we didn't. It's not us building a whole new car up until the race in the in the few weeks leading up to it. So, um, you know, just just some repairs this time, and uh, yeah, we're really excited to get there. Um, you know, it's it's great to to have the support of of Glenn Styers to run the super late model there, and uh, you know, really really appreciative appreciative of that, and thank him a lot for these opportunities that I'm getting. Well, hopefully the timing and the schedule and all that stuff works out and we can all get a chance to see you at Motorama, of course, our Canadian car show uh, that we all look forward to. I don't know whether it's going to work out, but hopefully we can all get together there and send you off to the U.S. uh, with a great big shove. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not quite sure how the schedule works out for that right now, but, uh, you know, I'd love to make the Motorama. It's always uh, a huge deal. And, you know, seeing all the, the new cars and whatnot and all the new announcements is really cool as well. Trayton, congratulations on the news. Go get them. We know you're gonna and uh, we'll definitely keep in touch and keep everybody up to date, buddy. Congratulations. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. Trayton Lapsovich. Watch this, race fans. Uh, believe me when I say this guy, uh, he's one of the most talented drivers we've got in this country, and uh, he is the real deal. We're going to hit our final break, and when we come back, New Smyrna Speedway, World Series, we got Nicholas Noggle going to join us all live tonight, right here on Race Time Radio. Don't you move a muscle. We'll be right back. Steve Robley, 2009 Lucas Oil Sportsman Cup champion, here with Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts, sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters. The world's best fire starter. So, how's that rebuild going? Have you got that race car ready to go yet? You still looking for parts? Have you called GSR Parts yet? You want to save some money, right? So you can buy the stuff you need throughout the course of the year. GSR Parts carries all the big name brands, along with some parts that are manufactured right on site. Centrally located in Ontario, you can stop by and Pick up the parts you need, or they'll ship them nationwide. Whether you race dirt or asphalt, they even carry parts for road course cars. Give Jerry Baker a shout, 226-583-8001. And keep an eye on GSR Parts Facebook page. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's all right. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. 
For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and any Gadish, Nova Scotia. I want my if you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Canada Talks. And now, back with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on our YouTube channel, up on Sirius XM. A little bit later, we got bounced by that basketball, the Raptors game. Uh, but, uh, hey, that's all right. We uh, make room for everybody. Uh, we are going to go right back to that Zoom line and let's talk World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing with a guy that has got uh, uh, an awesome chance of going to Victory Lane this year. He's a Canadian from Nova Scotia, that Brycon Construction 08 of Nicholas Noggle. What's going on, Nick? How you doing, buddy? Good. Yourself, Joe? Doing fantastic. So, uh, I, I got to ask you, are you hauling two? To New Smyrna, you got the pro late and the super. What's going to be in the hauler? Well, we're definitely going to have two cars in the hauler. The uh, focus this year is definitely going to be running the super late program, but uh, we thought we were going to bring a backup car anyways. And if we're going to have a car on the trailer, we might as well put another motor in it. So <laughs> that one will show up as a pro as long as nothing happens. We'll maybe bring it out a few nights, have a little fun, but uh, it's mostly there as a backup. Ah, there you go. Well, and that's the thing, right, Nick? If you get if you bring a backup, you won't need it, and uh, you're going to be able to go full tilt in that super late model. You have really come a long way, Nicholas Noggle, uh, uh, from the days when you started at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, you were the new guy. It was the fast place. It was all of that. And uh, look at you now today. You're going in there, and they're saying, "Oh no, here comes that 08. Uh, because you are, you've picked it up. You're that guy now. Uh, can you feel it when you go to New Smyrna? Yeah, it's definitely different going back there now. I know the first time there was quite an intimidating place. It's fast. It's big. But returning there now every year, it's funny because you look back and it's like, well, the track's slower than it should be or it's doing this or the line really should be here, but it seems to have moved here. And you're picking up on all the subtleties that have changed over the years and able to look back in notes and really know what the week's going to bring and prevail. And I don't feel blind going there anymore. It's, it's almost like a home track to me. I really do know what to expect going into it. 
Yeah, and the notebook, actually, you rely on it, and you can uh, pull out those notes because they're, uh, they're going to be relevant now. You're going to be able to uh, uh, add to it again this year. Uh, how's it looking? Uh, uh, the Red Eye is, what, next weekend? Are you going to be by chance at the Red Eye? But the current moment we feel as though we'd be better spent going over the cars, making sure they're ready. We're bringing a new piece to the, the World Series, so we just want to make sure it's tip-top and shake it down and make sure it's good and ready. Especially going there this year, being on the uh, different tire program, that ST Series, it's going to be a lot different than what we were uh, used to. And uh, so hopefully we'll see... Uh, We'll, we'll be on more even playing field, we'll put it that way. Yeah, I've heard great reports about the tire. Uh, uh, for all accounts, uh, Hoosier did make some changes, but uh, from what I've heard, teams are loving it. Yeah, it, it showed good there at Cord- Cordell. And I'm, I'm excited to get on it. It's just something new in the racing world. So that's what we've all been preaching for for a long time as a unified tire. So, uh hope is in the next three years we'll see it in the maritimes maybe and then all the racing will start to be more of the same people will move around a little bit more and you'll be able to be competitive no matter where we go yeah it's going to be incredible uh so wagons are heading when when are you leaving nova scotia uh we are currently talking to you from the truck going to get dinner in north carolina so <laughs> we've been down here for a couple days now we're building this new car getting it ready yeah uh, Looking forward to bringing out the new Fury piece. I got you. So you're already ahead of the game. You're down there and uh, things are coming together. Uh, so you will be down in time to get some testing in and some practice. Shake the car down so you know what you got. Do you put big emphasis, Nick, into qualifying for these races? Uh, for the most part, what are they, 35 laps on one of, let's call it the normal nights, before you get into the 50s and 100s? Yeah, so that's that there. That's my Achilles heel is qualifying. There's no doubt in my mind. And that's why I love this week so much is because it's just nine nights that I get to go out there and practice and try and get better at the thing that I'm the worst at. Uh, when it comes to the racing, it's fun. It's aggressive. It is short races. If you hope to qualify up front. But like I said, for me, the big thing is it's nine nights straight of qualifying and getting that in the bag so that hopefully when we go to the bigger shows later in the year, it's we can get past this. Right, right. And it's all a learning process. Now, you know, just when you get everything all figured out, uh, now you throw a new car into the mix. Put a new tire underneath it. How about the crew? Have you got the same crew? Yeah, no, my, my guys are following me down this year, same as always. We we all look forward to it. It's kind of, uh, it's, st- it's still the same thing that we do at home, but we all, we all enjoy getting away from the winter for a week, coming down in the sun and having a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Put that sunscreen on. Uh, we, we've been lucky up here in Ontario. We had a nice warm blast come through. Not good if you're a snowmobiler because the trails went for a dump. But uh, you know what? It was kind of nice for an old guy like me. I wasn't freezing my knockers off going outside every two seconds. Uh, so it's been kind of nice. How about out in Nova Scotia? Have you guys had an easy winter so far? We've had back and forth. It seemed like it was going to be easy. But I know the last couple of weeks I was home it was actually starting to get a little chillier than i was expecting a couple days in the minus 10 minus 16 in range and apparently they're supposed to get about a foot of snow tomorrow so i'm glad i'm here and not there <laughs> i can well imagine uh yeah seeing the 24 hours of daytona 
It was like 75 degrees today. So looks like the weather's coming right into play. Uh, of course, New Smyrna Speedway, not too far from the big track. The weather plays a big part of those super late models too, right? If you get a warm, muggy night or a crisp, cool night, because we've had both at the World Series, how does the car respond? Is it better when it's cool? Yeah, I mean, you always hope for those cool nights, but that, that week, it's a really unique week because you have 10 or 15 different styles of vehicle on the track, different rubbers going down. As the week goes on, it builds up. Then if it rains, it washes it all off. So I've seen times change like half a second over the week of qualifying, slowing down or picking up. or It, it really does every little detail affects it that week. And that's the kind of stuff I know having gone there years prior. It's You could think that you're way out in left field, and the fact of the matter is there's an inch of rubber on the track that's slowing you down. Yeah, and the whole field's going to be off that, so you can't really go by it and think, oh, no, it's me. It's not. It's the whole field. Uh, Nick, you're one of the guys that definitely everybody has to keep their eye on in that 08 uh, it, it's going to be incredible. Night number one, uh, what's success going to be for you? You want to win every night, I know that. But uh, out the other end of uh, the World Series, what is success going to be that you guys can circle it and say, that was a good speed week? Yeah, we've been going there for quite a while now, Joe, and uh, I feel very confident in our team. I, I, I'm not going to say I expect it, but I'd sure love to get a couple wins this this year definitely fight for the championship and i'm confident in our team that we can at least be top three in the championship at the end of the week if not win it we like i said this this will be our year going with our own crew our own guys our own gear and we're just doing it on our own and i'm very confident that we can bring a piece down and show them what what we have to offer i wouldn't doubt it but you've earned it the whole team has uh it's going to be outstanding i know we all look forward to it uh you take her easy there have a good dinner get that car done get down there nice and early and uh nick trust me when i say canada's going to be in there with you uh and running every single lap uh you're one of those bullets that we got in the chamber uh can't wait to see well uh, how everything unfolds my friend Yes, sir, Joe. I just got to thank uh, all the guys that make it possible for me to do this. I mean, my sponsors, Broadcom Construction, Mobile One, McDonald Automotive, Celtic Air Services, Conway Customs. Uh, I got to thank my mom, my dad, my girlfriend, all my crew, like all these people. They're they're the reason I can do this. Without them, I wouldn't be. And I got to thank you for bringing me back on the show. I enjoy it every time. And I'm just looking forward to going down and having a bunch of fun. Well, good, because we're going to be, I'm going to be that pest that stays on you. Uh, the whole time you're down there, we'll be texting, I can guarantee it. We'll get you back on the show, and uh, we'll get everybody back up to date. Uh, good luck in it, Nick. You're going to be one of those. Uh, go win it, man. I can't wait to see you in victory lane. For certain, Joe. Thanks again. You bet. Nicholas Noggle, the driver of the 08, the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing, is what he's focused in on now. New bullet, new car. New tire, oh man, I'll tell you what, that's the kind of stuff that uh, Nick will strive on. And uh, uh, I know we can't wait to see him in that. And throughout the course of the summer, the parts for trucks, uh, not parts for trucks, it is the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour is where you're going to be able to find Nick uh, when the snow has gone from here. 
And uh, he always comes back from Florida, and he's got laps on where everybody else is just going to start shaking the car down. Nick's the kind of guy that's going to come out loaded for bear. He has been, and he's got lots of W's up here. Watch for him in the World Series this year. Going to be off the hook exciting. But that is going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Got to thank you all for tuning in each and every week as you do on Sirius XM and Rev TV Canada and Performance Motorsport Network. And thanks for subscribing, Lawrence, on our YouTube channel. I've got to thank Sue right here in the Race Time Radio studio and absolutely all of our guests for joining us. We'll be back with you again next Sunday night, all live from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Have a good one, everybody. Be safe and get ready. We've got a lot of races coming at you. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent. 